Okay, we're back with yet another starring cast member. This particular one might be the most important one of all, at least to me. She is the light of my existence, the most amazing, incredible, wonderful person that I have ever met, my very best friend, the love of my life, my partner in crime, Miss Mrs. I was going to say Miss Kayla Kimball, <laughs> but you are Mrs. Kimball. I can attest to that. I can, in fact, tell you she is a Mrs. Because I like that and I put a ring on it. Wait, what is it? I <laughs> That's a good intro. That, that was a good intro. <laughs> All right. Without further ado. Okay. I know I just said further ado. It's, it's because I just said intro. So in in indo and intro if you smash them together without further indo right okay no without further ado we've got mrs kimball how are you doing today you beautiful sexy woman man that was a good intro i hope i live up to that uh all right well we're doing this on the back of the big release which realistically is our story mm -hmm. um the homeless millionaire so this is the thing that I've been asking everyone else as they've been coming in here and we've been talking about it. What was the kind of the one thing when you were reliving all of those moments? What was the one thing that stuck out to you where you were like, Man, I can't believe that or I forgot that or what was the thing that hit you the hardest or just reliving those those memories and the moments and the, the crazy, crazy story that is us? What? <laughs> What would what what did you pull from those eleven parts when you were like, oh damn, oh damn, <laughs> that's there's so many times that happened to me. Pretty much every episode, one of the ones that stands out was obviously when we got together and got engaged. You rehashed the whole engagement story, and it was so funny because you left everyone kind of on a cliffhanger. And I remember driving home listening to it in my car. And I was like, no, why did you stop? I wanted to keep he hearing the story, even <laughs> though I was there and I know the story very well. But it just it was like I was hearing it for the first time. And that was one of my favorite parts of the entire series was, I don't know, just, I was reliving it all. And it was so cool. And another moment um, was uh, the microburst that hit. Yeah. And I had totally forgot a kind of a small detail of when our insurance claim was originally denied. And I don't know how I totally forgot about that. And just all the emotions I was feeling like thinking about where we would be today if had that not gone through. Yeah. And just, I mean, that those are just a couple of the small examples, but so many times it's just the right place at the right time or the right situation or the right team or the right person comes together and got us to where we are today. Yeah. And just seeing it all unfold from start to finish has just been completely amazing. Okay, so let's let's talk about our story a little bit. <laughs> just because I mean It's my favorite story. <laughs> it really is. It's I, a great story. It's we we have a very interesting story. We do. Um so when you were when you were listening kind of on the other side, because I obviously when we were talking initially and I was I was trying to let you know like look like you're going to be my wife. Like, <laughs> I, I love you. I'm, I, well, I, I think when we got together, I wasn't saying like, you're going to be my wife. I was saying mm -mm. I was never going to get married again. Right. right. I just said that like, we were going to be together. 
you said, and he actually said the words, <laughs> you've never met anyone like me and I'm going to change your life verbatim. I remember that to this day so clearly. And I straight up laughed at him because... <laughs> I just was Who like, yeah, right. I'm like, okay, well, sure. Maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe he's insane. I don't really know yet, but I'm sure I'll figure it out down the line. But I was interested or intrigued enough yeah. to explore. Had, had you ever met someone with that much confidence before? No, no. <laughs> and especially not someone who actually could back it up. Yeah. Let's let's So let's talk about kind of how the feeling started happening. When, when were you like, hey, uh. How you doing? How you doing? What's, what's your name? What's your son? Um, it was kind of a gradual thing for me. And I think I was just in denial for a while because of what I had been through previously. Yeah. And I wasn't willing to accept that back in my life it yet. Was, it was gradual for me, too. It was like a ton of bricks <laughs> hit me in the face. In like two seconds. Yeah, I was like, yep. that <laughs> You are the most amazing person I've ever met. So, yep, yep, 100%. And then you were like, uh, no, 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 0%. <laughs> No, I, it was after I came up, I, fl I flew up to Denver to record some songs and work with you guys. And I fell in love with your vision, the team, the facility, just studio life, everything. And we were best friends at that point. And mm -hmm. it was just such a fun experience. And then I think when I returned to Phoenix is, I, I remember you said, call me when you get back to your boring job on Monday and uh, you hate your life again and you, you could be up here with me, but you playing kind of thing. And so I sat at my desk and I was like, F-bomb. I This sucks. Like, I don't want to be here. So I text you right away. I don't know if you remember, yeah, but I, I said, I was like, I want to get out of here. I want to be there. And then I started thinking a bit more about my intentions behind that. And I was trying to tell myself it was completely business related, career related, but I was falling for you already at that point. I just didn't really want to admit it to myself. And then when you came down and we went out for my going away party and everything and we were hanging out and having a great time with my friends and just really showing each other a little bit more of our um, emotional side. That's yeah. definitely when it started clicking for me. Oh, well, OK, so let's let's talk about we fast forward. <laughs> Obviously, we get you up to Denver. Mm -hmm. um, we start building this crazy thing called KMG Life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to be very clear for anybody listening to this. Uh, it is a we built it kind of thing. She she gives me a lot of credit, which I absolutely appreciate. But I they say by behind every good man is a great woman. And if she considers me a great man that could help you understand how I feel about her because she's even better than that. And I, I love you. And that's how I truly believe in you every single day, because the way you believe in me is it gives me my, my why it gives me my, my secret sauce, my juice. And I, I feel like I, I do the same for you. Exactly. I was just thinking the same thing. That's why our relationship is so solid and so great is because we feel the exact same way about each other. We love each other. We respect each other. We support each other. We're there for each other. We inspire each other. We encourage the other one to be mm -hmm. better every single day. It's not a once a week, once a month kind of thing. It's an every day kind mm -hmm. of thing. Well, it needs to be every day. That's what a relationship is. You can't relationship yes they're hard but they're not hard you know what i mean mm -hmm. like if 
if you and I are both fighting to be 100% for one another every single day, it's really not that hard. Right. And what's the the quote you say about um, the 50% and 50% versus 100? Yeah, every everybody says, you know, I'll, I'll meet you halfway or mm-hmm. um, you, 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 you come this, this much and then I'll do this. It's, it's give and take. It's that. No, you know what? I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to go balls to the wall and I'm going to freaking try to be a rock star for my wife every single day. And it's because I know you're going to do the same thing for me. So if I wake up with anything less than I'm going to be a rock star for you, I know that you're going to be like, uh, bro, like, keep up. Come <laughs> where, on, man. Where, where are you at? <laughs> where are you at? Uh, so let's let's talk about because I do want to talk about marriage as it pertains to an entrepreneurship and building a business and, and all of those things here in a second. Before I get to that, though, I want to talk to you about a couple things as it pertains to the homeless millionaire before, but before we get into that, well, actually it is the homeless millionaire because I, this was one of the stories. Um, let's talk about what went through your head when I asked you to marry me. Oh man, that was a trip. It, <laughs> Did I really take you by surprise? Yes. And you looking, didn't even, not even 1% no. of you thought Yes. Looking back, and I know, I wish I could say like, oh, I knew. And no, I had no idea. And it's looking back and watching the video. It is so funny to me as to how I did not know. Because <laughs> literally, it's so obvious. But you totally tricked me into thinking it was a company party. And I was like, going around, like making sure people weren't spilling the beans to other employees. And <laughs> oh, God. And then I was your parents were stalling me. And I had no idea they were stalling me. I was getting frustrated. I'm like, your dad is taking forever. I don't know what to do. We're going to be late. And uh, then will you marry me happens. And, you know. So what's going through your mind right when I get down on one knee, you turn around. Right. And it hits you. <laughs> what what goes through your mind at that moment? I'm kind of reliving it slightly. Um, complete and utter shock. I just was at a loss for words. And then I realized as I looked around, everybody was staring at me with the whole like look on their face like they knew. And that's why I was like, you all knew, didn't you? <laughs> and then it all hit me like this whole thing was a big scheme. And just to get to this moment in particular. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably answer you. Um, <laughs> you're sitting there looking at me. Oh, dude, was, that felt it literally felt like probably, 100 years. Yeah, eternity. I, but I, it was realistically probably only 10 seconds. Maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, it, but it did feel like a long time. And then I, I think my words were, yes, of course, I will marry you. Because that's exactly how I felt. How about how about when you saw your dad when I brought him in? Because it, it, I, I don't know if I clearly explained this, but when I asked her to marry me, we had everyone at the company there. But I had also flown in her parents, but they weren't there for the initial part because that absolutely would have tipped it off. But after she said yes... um. I said, I'm going to go grab a special bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually went and grabbed her parents and her aunt and her uncle. And I brought them in and and she saw her dad and just lost when, it. When when you when you saw your dad, what where were you at? Well, I obviously it's really hard for me to live away from my family because I'm so close with them. And I thought that they would never get to be a part of a moment that special since they don't live in the same state as me. And I was already still kind of like in a very surreal moment. And then when I saw them, it all came full circle and hit me right in the face. 
Like this is real. You're engaged. Your family's here to support you and celebrate with you. And it became at that point the best moment in my life. <laughs> Seriously, it was I get like a little teary eyed every time I think about it because it's so great. But yeah, I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> just, uh, Should we hold hands for a second? She, she's sitting just, right in front of me. I'm just, just looking at it. I, I'm getting all mushy and teary eyed. <laughs> um we've been know. through some all crazy the feels. yeah all we've the been feels. through some crazy stuff together but we have we've always had each other's back always it never hurts our relationship regardless of if it's a a triumph or a hardship it always makes us stronger you know re recently and you're one of the you're one of the only people because i can't i don't really show my my feelings or especially when i'm scared or <laughs> I'm really sad or or I'm depressed or whatever. I'm always trying to be strong for everyone else. And I know that there's multiple times that I've really broke down in front of you. And you have always, in, in those moments, you, you always respond and you become the strong one. And, and you don't sit there and cry with me. You... If anything, you get pissed off at whatever made me cry. <laughs> because like who, you... who am I going after right now? <laughs> but you've always you've always been there. You've always pulled me out of any time I'm I'm very scared, and and I owe you a lot for that because um, I am the kite, and and you're the anchor and the string that that holds me down. And we, I just I just know I am absolutely nothing without you. I mean, you are so essential to who I am, and I, I really appreciate you. I want you to know that. Same, 100%. And that's why our relationship is so great, because if there wasn't a kite trying to pull me up a little bit, my butt would be on the ground all the time. Like, I need that push or that pull sometimes to get me in the right direction. Yeah. And that's why we really balance each other out yeah. well. Yeah. We just straight up like forgot we were being recorded. And yeah, I think into each other's eyes and just talked. I love we, you. I love you too. Let's, do we have an "I love you" meter on like yeah, how many times yeah, we say "I love you" during this thing? We might like each other a little bit. Just so. a little bit. Um, all right, so let's let's talk about uh, some of the other things in the homeless millionaire. So we talked a little bit about the uh, the microburst, which was um, not the most fun thing we've done let's talk a little bit about when the whole team was homeless together what what kinds of things go through your mind in that moment um when you've got ashley crying or you've got this that and the other employees everyone's trying to figure out what's going on i mean people look to you for a lot of leadership and i'm just wondering what what was going through your mind through that whole circumstance? Um, and how how in the heck, there's no way you can prepare for that. Mm -mm. How did you hold it together? And what was going through your mind? It was a very interesting and difficult time, to put it simply. We, I mean, like you said, people come to us for leadership. And it's such an internal battle I was having with going into work and being happy and realizing like what our situation was, but no one could know where we were at and having to put on a face and be strong and be the leader for other people. And then going home and 
or not going home, but leaving for the night and being like, okay, so where are we sleeping tonight? Like, let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. It was a very humbling experience, but scary at the same time. And then oddly enough, not scary because we still had the team Mm -hmm. and we were going through it together. So in a sense, that was really comforting for me. But I don't know. It was a a blur. Kind of. yeah. Yeah. But holding it together, the only reason I was able to hold anything together during that time was just the fact that I had you and I had the team because we all would talk about it, talk about our feelings, just put all of our time, energy, effort, resources into building the company up to be something that we know we'll, we'll never be in that situation ever again. Yeah. So looking back and realizing all of those moments when we were sleeping in cars, when we were sleeping in the parking lot of 24 hour fitness so that we were close to a shower, sleeping in the studio and then having the landlord walk in on us and, <laughs> Oh no, we've just, uh, we've just been working, working all, all night. hours of the day and night. We're it's just, fine. Don't worry about trying it. To get this place up and running. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looking back on what we've been through, if because, I mean, we never know what's going to happen, but now with where we're at and what we've built, what we've experienced, if if we ever get into the position again, let's just say, let's just say that we do end up homeless again. Um, do you think that we're going to respond the, the same way? Do you think that we're going to be able to get through that because I mean we you never know what's going to happen. True, but the one thing I do know is we have the greatest team in the world, and we can get through anything. And I mean, listening to the story, it's almost and and just to be clear, guys, we put probably what sixty percent of all of the crazy stuff that happened in that story. We couldn't fit yeah. it all. We were like, it would have been a like thirty episode series I, if we did. I kept going to him and I'm saying, okay, like I'm gonna put this in, this in, this in, this in, this in, and and they'd be like, oh well, what about this and what about this? And I'm going, oh my god, I totally. That's why it started out as gonna be what a five part. I think so, and then it was six, <laughs> then seven, then eight, then ten, and then you know. Yeah, <laughs> we like to party, right? Now, I don't think anyone's complaining. Everyone's been, you know, really responsive, you know, and positive about about it. So. I feel like I feel like it was it was good entertainment. It was good education. Yeah, right? We got to connect with people a little bit. People who didn't necessarily know our story. We were able to to I don't know, pull back the curtains a little bit, let people know what we've really done to get here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So let's talk a little bit about starting a school. Mm. Because it's, it's really easy, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> what what are some of the big surprises and challenges that you experienced when we were starting the school and we were going through that? And what are some of the really exciting slash rewarding things that you experienced? There definitely were quite a few challenges, but that's to be expected when you're building something that you've never built before. Uh, mostly with uh with the state just going through the hoops of the different requirements that they had that we just didn't have in place yet and it wasn't you know it's just that we didn't we didn't know that that's what they needed you know a solid um spelled out syllabus with certain credit hours and how many hands-on versus um hands-on versus theory uh hours that you have and all of that but we you know the team galvanized together and we knocked it out and like i think about a couple weeks 
um, got a solid curriculum in place and yeah. got all the applications and fees done and paperwork and um, had the state come out and do the site visit, which was a little stressful. But <laughs> that's, it, honestly, through that whole process, I actually really welcome it. And I can totally see in retrospect, it was really scary when we were going through yeah, it. Yeah, because we had never gone through it before. Yeah, we were. I mean, we really knew audio. We didn't know how to be a school. Right. And so making that transition was it was actually both easier and harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I totally understand why the state makes you do that, because mm -hmm. I, I know that us going through that process, um, presenting in front of the board, going and meeting Bernadette and all these people, mm -hmm. I think it made us a better school. I do, too. Definitely. And um, trying to think of another... Oh, just with when students would come to us with different problems and concerns and or they would, you know, be absent from class and we'd have to basically create policies out of thin air because we were experiencing things as a school that we had never experienced before. It's just all growing pains is what it boils down yeah. to. And that happens with any business, any venture you you would try to go after. Um, those were the, definitely the, the big ones for me. Yeah, it's um, kind of like those signs that you see. It's like, um, please don't. Please don't swallow this. And it's like <laughs> that a means someone's pedal, done it before. <laughs> and you're like, how did someone swallow this? Right. You, like that means someone did that and they felt mm. the need that they had to put it in a contract. So we, we've definitely <laughs> experienced more than a few things from students where we're like, we did not anticipate having to have a policy in place. For this. And I think now since we have you know, better insight into how a school operates. We now understand why those bigger universities yeah. do some of the things that they do. Uh, it's just kind of interesting to be on the other side of the fence instead of being on the student side. All right. So you've got to tell me what are some of the, the rewarding things? So I, actually tell me this. When you were a young girl or you're going through school, getting your bachelor's degree, <laughs> and someone walks up and says, all right, you're going to own a school someday. <laughs> How if I go back to 21 year old Kayla and say, you're going to own a school someday. What does she say to me? I probably would have said something along the lines of you're insane. <laughs> Is that even more insane than you've never met anyone like me and I'm going to change your life? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and you're sitting here, the owner of a school. Right. I always did pretty well in school. I was kind of a book nerd in that sense, but I didn't enjoy school. It was more of like just me thinking I had to do well in school. Yeah. Um, so I, once I was done with college, I was like, I am done. I'm out of here. I'm goodbye. And now I'm here. And I never would have guessed, but I, I, I absolutely love it. It's one of the most rewarding things I've ever experienced in my entire life, just being able to walk in every single day and have students come in excited to be there. And even when we were on winter break, they were hitting us up on Facebook, trying to get in because they missed us and just wanted to be in, in the school, atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What school do you have where your students, like you have to like shoo them away. Like they won't leave you alone. Yeah. They want to be there. They want to be around the the staff, the other students, the, the, the vibe, the studio, the music, everything. It's just such a positive atmosphere. It's so exhilarating. That's awesome. And contagious. It is. It is very contagious. So now that you're a school owner, you're a married <laughs> woman. Woo. Uh, 
Woo-hoo. Still makes her say woohoo. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and uh, we've we've bought our first house together. Mm-hmm. We're building a company. We're starting many more, kind of on a daily basis. It seems sometimes. Yeah, and all our free time. Yeah, all all of our free time. Sometimes <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, this is gonna be the year. Kayla is going to have a baby. She don't just, put an announcement. I'm not pregnant yet. yet. People don't freak out. This is not our, an announcement. <laughs> don't freak out. Um, tell me if if we were going to talk a little bit about if you had a takeaway from listening to our story. Um, actually, you know, in the other ones, I said a takeaway from the homeless millionaire. But with you, I want to do one extra one. Um, let's talk a little bit about marriage as... You married a about as pure blood entrepreneur as it comes. Can you tell me a little bit about your your transition from? Because now I actually really consider you every bit the entrepreneur I am. Well, thank you. <laughs> what? Tell me about like the mindset shift, the 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 different things that you went through from meeting me and who you were to who you are to where we're going, and and just. Being married to an entrepreneur in that that first phase, like what goes through your mind? A lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things. Being married to an entrepreneur is absolutely insane, exhilarating, phenomenal, the best, stressful, like so many different kinds of emotions and, and mindsets that I've had to battle with, good and bad. Yeah. Um, just because it's a growing process, going from like the middle class employee mindset, transitioning to an entrepreneur mindset, it, there's going to be growing pains. So there's no question about that. Um, first, I had to really, I mean, first, I should thank you for everything because I would not, I'm two totally different people. When I first met you to who I am today, not the same person at all. Um, you really exposed me to this life. And opened up my eyes and had me read books. And once your eyes are opened, you can't look back. You can't yeah. go back. I would never be able to work at a nine to five after, like from this point on. There's just no way. And it wasn't really until I accepted self-awareness and vulnerability into my life that I was able to make that change. So first, I had to just be really introspective and self-aware of my flaws, of my habits, of my daily actions. And then I had to be vulnerable enough to accept where I was flawed and what I didn't like about myself and think about what I wanted to change from that point. And then think about, okay, how do I make these changes? And a lot of those was from you learning through transference, seeing you, how you operate every day. And then also from the audiobooks you had me listen to transformed my life completely. There's so many good values and principles and business concepts in these books that now I apply to my everyday life that had I not met you wouldn't have never happened. But it's all like the every single day I wake up, try to put myself in a positive mindset, get myself all psyched out for the day, do my daily affirmations, write down my goals, all of those kind of things to get me in the right mindset. Because it's literally if you're not a natural born entrepreneur, it's difficult sometimes because it's a battle. Like sometimes I fight my, my inner tendencies from my old mindset Yeah, and it's trying to find that balance when I'm really pushing toward the entrepreneur mindset is a little rough, but 
it's just every single day you got to wake up and and push forward. And that's how I've gotten to where I am today in a nutshell. Well, I, number one, I appreciate everything that you said. Um, but I think because I didn't always used to read so many books um, and listen to, to all the audiobooks, But I think that when we were starting this company and we were kind of looking for an answer and that then those first few times at Barnes and Noble when we were reading, we saw the power of knowledge. Right. And then I started on Amazon finding all of the cheapest audiobooks <laughs> I can get. You remember that? Yeah. And uh, I would I would burn them for everybody I would know. It could be clients. It could be my mom. It could be, like, you got to listen to this. It's changing my life. Yeah. And, and I would listen to those same ones over and over and over. And now, I mean, I think, I mean, I'm up over, I think I've done 412 books in the last two years, two and a half years, something like that. Um, You're insane. I am. I'm addicted <laughs> to knowledge. I am. But I just, I want to kind of throw it back in, in your court a little bit, just because I know that if I didn't have someone who believed in me so much that I wanted to make proud, I would not have been so addicted to knowledge. I would not have strived uh, every single day and, and pushed so hard to try to be because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I feel like I married a little bit out of my league. Oh. And so I'm, I'm literally, I'm constantly trying to live up to who she should have in her life because I want to make her proud every single day. I, I literally, I wake up wanting to make this woman proud. And I, I know she does the same for me. It's funny. Cause I'm literally trying to like in my brain, interrupt you real quick because <laughs> I feel the exact same way is I feel like I married out of my league mm. with you and I strive every day to keep up with you. And it pushes me and inspires me in a good way. I think, and, and that's probably where our secret power comes from because mm. we both are each other's energy source. And we're both, we're both trying to make the other one proud. We mm -hmm. can always lean on one another. Um, you've kicked me in the butt when I'm, I'm not necessarily being who I can be. <laughs> and I know I've kicked you in the butt, but we never take it personal. We always go, you know what? I can be better and I will be better. Mm -hmm. And I think the fact that you and I are able to fight the battles that we do, and it never comes between how we feel. If anything, the harder it gets, the brighter our diamond shines. And yeah. and you and I are we're one of a kind. I, I believe that. And we I are. love I love being I love being the example for other couples. How many couples do we have come up to us say, I I wanna I wanna experience that? So many times. And it's so amazing. It's such an incredible feeling to know that I and you and we collectively are inspiring people in that way. To be it's amazing in a relationship. Yeah. So I just we get hashtag goals on our yeah, Instagram. Relationship goals. Like, I just it's great. I just want you to know that the story of the homeless millionaire is is ours. It's it's realistically our whole teams, the the five people who really were there. Yeah. But a, a, I know that Thor had mentioned and and Ashley had mentioned that we couldn't have done it without uh, a leader. And and I I love and appreciate and respect the fact that you guys give me that honor and listen to me day in and day out and and help me execute the vision. Um, but I know I would be a fraction of the leader 
that I am today without you. You show me how to be a better man every single day. You show me how to be a better friend. You show me how to have better compassion because I get really impatient. I'm very <laughs> good with words. Kayla knows this. So there's sometimes when she'll see, she can kind of read the future. She can, she can see when I'm getting a little too impatient and, and I'm going to maybe go a little too far verbally with someone or I'm going to, and she'll, she'll grab me or she'll text me. She'll say, be nice. She'll, she'll pull me aside and say, Hey, this is what's going on with this. And she kind of preps it because I do want to move very quickly. I'm a very decisive person. I'm, I'm, I'm very alpha, but she can always break through that when it, when the alpha mask, if you will, is getting in the way. When the alpha, I'm wearing it just a little too proudly. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm just a little too out there, or I'm, I'm aggressive, or I'm brash, or maybe I'm being really aggressive, and and it just doesn't call for that. She's always been there to calm me down. She saves the situation. She helps me understand things and see things that I don't see, and I can't, I cannot be me without you. I know, I just know that that's true. And, and when people look to me for leadership and I absolutely, again, I, I appreciate that. I do know that there is a very special part of my leadership that is non-existent without you. And that's because you help me lead. You are a leader and you're recognizing those things before I do. And I'm supposed to be the leader. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, and, and that's the, that's the thing that I just love about you so much because when I need a a helping hand, uh, when I need guidance, when I need leadership, I am able to look to you. And there are so many times where I truly look up to you as a leader, as a friend, as a lover. And I am so excited to spend my time, my, my energy, my moments with someone as beautiful as you, someone who challenges me, who accepts me for as crazy as I am that we're holding hands again, You're making me all emotional. So <laughs> I just, I love you, honey. And with, without you, the homeless millionaire would just be homeless. I love you. I love you, baby. Thank you. That was awesome. (laughs) I'm crying. It's fine. I feel like our engagement all over again. But I feel the same about you. I can't even like speak after that. (laughs) Just this is this chapter one. We've been together almost seven years now. Seven years, guys. Can you believe it? We're just getting started. I can't wait to see where we take it from here. I can, because I'm going to live every moment. I'm going to treasure it. I love you, sweetheart. I love you. Thank you guys for listening to our mush fest. <laughs> Sorry. But if I'm going to if I'm gonna look at this girl in the eye and uh, talk about our life, what we've built together, what we've been through, mm-hmm. there's a lot of emotion in there. There and, is. And <laughs> that's what makes it great, though. That's what makes it great. We're going to keep putting... Uh, the the Disney fairy tale to to shame. Keep mush going. Keep... <laughs> <laughs> Kayla for the win. I told you guys, <laughs> Kayla for the win. Thank you guys so much for listening to this 
very special episode with my very best friend. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get her on here uh, so many more times because this has been great. This is probably my favorite <laughs> podcast episode I have ever had, and I cherish you. I cherish you, baby. <laughs>